The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 18th chapter. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world for temptations to sin. For it is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. And if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into the hell of fire. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man came to save the lost. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Not growing up Lutheran, I learned Luther's morning and evening prayer in my mid-twenties. And when I learned this prayer the last line really stuck out for me. The last line being this. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. My first thought was, Lutherans are pretty cool. They're into spiritual warfare. By calling Jesus on to Jesus to send angels to defend us from Satan. Well, little did I realize that there is a whole slew of prayers from the Reformation and beyond, actually, that are calling out to Christ to send angels to defend us here on earth, to defend humanity and to keep humanity close to him. Luther's morning and evening prayer echoes Matthew chapter 18, verse 10. When we pray that our holy angel or our guardian angel would be with us, we're not asking Christ to send an angel just to hang out, but to fight. Now, in order to understand the work of angels, we really have to understand how much our Lord loves children. Jesus puts a, ch a little child in the midst of the twelve disciples as an example of a receiver of God's love. Jesus doesn't take lightly a child's faith. He loves them passionately, and he wants the children to receive his love so that their faith grows. And Jesus expects everyone, especially angels, to make sure nothing gets in the way of them receiving that love. Jesus speaks of a child, but he's speaking to everyone here today, regardless of your age. Jesus passionately loves every one of you. And he will defend his beloved at all costs so that you receive his love. He will defend his beloved with his life, 
fighting until death, which of course is precisely what he did when he died and rose again for you, for the life of the world. Victorious over the evil one, Jesus now sends his holy angels to defend us from any last sort of any sort of last-ditch effort by Satan and his cronies to lead us astray. So angels share that same desire of Jesus. They are in line with Jesus when it comes to humanity. They want every human to experience the fullness of Christ's love through the forgiveness of sins. The 1987 German film Der Himmel über Berlin, in English, Wings of Desire. It's not a literal translation, but I'm sure you've all seen this movie. But <laughs> this film, it's a great film, by the way, really captures this dynamic of angels serving humanity so that they may experience how much God loves them and how much he desires them to experience the fullness of life. Even though the film is about angels, it is about humanity. And there are scenes in the, the film where the angels are lamenting how humanity misses how much God gives them, simply because humanity is not in tune with the spiritual world. Being present with humanity, the angels are always constantly sending reminders and messages to humans about God's graciousness. But most of the humans miss or simply ignore the message. The only ones that are in tune with the angels are the children. Children are in tune with the angels' presence that the material is saturated with the spiritual. Now whether Matthew 18 verse 10 was behind the vision of the film, I'm not sure. But Scripture confesses the material world is saturated with the spiritual because God's love defines our existence. And we actually echo this when we recite in the proper preface on page 12 in your bulletin that we praise God's name along with the likes of St. Michael and all angels. What this means then for the angels is that they always are praising God because of their unique access to his face, to his presence. And having this access to God's face means they are focused precisely on the one that God's face is looking at. And that's you. This means as we gather around this altar today, there are angels defending us from Satan and his cronies because they don't want you to receive God's love. They don't want you to receive the Lord's Supper. They would like nothing less than you to doubt how much God loves you and what he is willing to do to show up. So today's feast is a helpful reminder that even though the war is won through Jesus' death and resurrection, there are battles still being waged. Even though Satan has lost the war, there are still last-ditch attacks to cause humanity to forget or rebuke God's love. 
But Jesus is passionate about saving you. And since he's passionate about saving you, St. Michael and all angels are passionate about defending you. As we say our prayers, we embrace the angels who defend us. Through the Lord's Supper, we are in tune with the angels and the fact that the material world is saturated with the spiritual. Fully alive, through prayer and the Lord's Supper, we work with the angels, defending and protecting one another. But even more so, we rejoice and live in the forgiveness of sins, experiencing how life is meant to be lived. St. Michael and all angels are with us right now, defending us from the evil one, so that as God's children we may live safely and joyfully in the mercy that God gives us. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.